Well, a new ombudsman's report says the country needs a better emergency management system for responding to all of the extreme weather we've been having. Chief Ombudsman Peter Boucher visited communities affected by severe weather at the start of the year. Councils spoke of being thinly spread and under-equipped to deal with disaster. Just this week, a Napier City Council review found that local authorities were, quote, hugely underprepared for Cyclone Gabrielle. Chief Ombudsman Peter Boucher joins us. Now, Kia ora, good morning. Good morning, Ingrid. Uh, so you spent a lot of time up in these communities talking to those affected, so not just the councils and the sort of authorities there, but also the people on the ground. What, what did they tell you? Well, as I talked to you this morning, how graphic it is to be able to discuss this uh, with extreme weather, because look what happened in Wellington on Tuesday afternoon. That This was just, to me, the encapsulation of what we're seeing and the urgency with which we need to approach this. So, so Ingrid, really there were three quick things I want to try and capture that we saw. The first was that a lot of people didn't feel there was communication. It was lost. They didn't know what had happened and what was to happen next. And we need to address that through different technologies such as Starlinks. The second is there does need to be a cohesive and robust response from Wellington and a lot of people felt that wasn't so. They felt it was too invisible and too layered and bureaucratic. And the third thing is the real importance of using the rules, resources that we've got. For instance, in the East Coast, Nati Paro just swung into action. And Marae along the coast took over and helped people and did the mahi on the ground. I think we can do a lot better by devolving responsibility uh, to the communities and to iwi who know the communities and know what's needed. So are you talking about direct funding for those groups? Because they funded a lot of that uh, response themselves, didn't they, at the start? Well, they did, uh, and, and did so, I have to say, willingly and graciously. Yes, I am. There was a very high-trust model that the government decided to use in COVID. Billions and billions of dollars were expended uh, very, very quickly. I think we should have a trust model. I think the fact of the matter is what people need quickly is a response. You, you know, even a week for some people without food coming in, without water and without communication may seem a lifetime. I just think we've got to be more appreciative of the fact that New Zealand, a long, thin country with five million people, has many people spread very, very thin. Have we learned anything since then? You talk about this, uh, the, the storm in Wellington earlier this week. Has anything changed? Well, why I've done this report, Ingrid, is the urgency that I think we need to attach to this. What I, I've been really careful here. I am not doing a report with recommendations. Rather, I wanted those that I saw and who gave me their time to feel that they were being listened to and appreciated. You know what I'd most like us to be thinking about, and that is a playbook, so that when there is a major event, people just know what to do and don't need to go through layers of bureaucracy to achieve what people need. We can and do better. What about the bureaucracy itself, though, those uh, local authorities? Are they, have they taken any action to make sure their systems are working properly? Well, uh, look, you've just referred to Napier, uh, and there are two things I want to say about that. One is that 
uh, a number of local authorities themselves are spread very thin. There are 76 councils throughout New Zealand, some of which have a total ratepayer base of 19,000 families. That's not much money when in this sort of situation a lot of money is needed uh, to repair. So I think what we've got to understand is that I just don't think the average council, apart from the big ones with firepower, have the staff nor the resources to cope with what we're in for. And at civil defence as well, I mean, is it a lack of expertise as well, or you think this is just all funding? Uh, I, I'm going to address your question by saying this. There are a number of people who I commend, such as civil defence. Uh, and the difficulty, I think, is especially for people that we spoke to up the coast, they don't know who to go to for what. Now, civil defence, I I repeat, do a really, really formidably good job in what they do. But what's the limit of their knowledge, expenditure and ability to help? Who else is involved? And some said to us they just did not know what door to go through to get the assistance they wanted. When I think you're distressed and you're deeply traumatised, you just need a quick door, a one-stop shop to get the assistance that you need instead of having to go through hoops. But, but I mean, when I look back at the, at the um, storms in Auckland earlier in the year and we had a situation where some of the civil defence um, staff had gone home and stopped uh, posting on social media and, of course, there was the communication issues with the mayor as well. So there just seemed to be a complete lack of planning. Well, there was, and, and you know, criticism afterwards, a complete lack of planning and knowledge and all of those things being just the basics. Yes, well you've referred to the Napier report and all I want to say about that is that it was it was a pretty robust in a way scathing report saying that, that Napier just weren't ready, they weren't trained and then the, the report writer went ahead to illustrate the ways in which they just, uh, it's almost like a rugby team going on without their gear. It, it, was, it was that bad. Now that I think uh, also occurred in Auckland and in the discussions that I had in Auckland, I think one of the concerns about the big, big monolith of Auckland City is the number of sign-offs that are needed to get action. Uh, Many that we talked to felt it was too cumbersome and too clumsy. We just should trust and be more efficient and do things in the way that's typical of New Zealand. Get on and do it. Appreciate your time this morning. That is Chief Ombudsman Peter Brosher there with uh, his, well, not recommendations, his thoughts uh, that have come out of spending time with those affected by severe weather events uh, in the East Coast uh, earlier this year.